Welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zaratti. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press music reporter, Erin Lamar. I feel like the listener should know how many times we tried to start this podcast today. Seven? Seven more? Ten? Eleven? Oh, it's, the a, giggle. it's a giggly day today. Yes, when we record in the afternoon, it tends to be a little bit punchier. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have kind of a winter like a, a winter show. A January specific episode. Yes, a January special, if you will. We're going to talk about uh, the flu. I think we've talked about this before in the fall, right around when we were getting our flu shots. Mm-hmm. Um, but two people in Manitoba have died. Like two young people. Two young people. So we're going to talk about, about the flu and, you know, why it's important you get a vaccine. Um, and cough etiquette. <laughs> yes. Um, as well, we're going to talk about Blue Monday is coming up. Mm-hmm. So we're going to explain what that is, mm-hmm. if we believe in it. And how to cope with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Winnipeg's identity as a winter city, I feel, is kind of in danger because we've lost two of our most important winter activities. Uh, and we're going to talk about that. How was your week, Jen? Week, this week has been pretty full-on normally i don't so typically like for the paper um i write like three things a week and this week has been a lot more production <laughs> so a lot more opining so mm-hmm. i feel like it's been a bit of a marathon but it's been good like i feel like it's been productive i've been writing things have been good so yeah it's been good just kind of like same old but that's fine yeah yeah i suppose that's fine <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did have a hard time getting into like the writing groove after the holidays. So I'm kind of relieved that it's back. Yeah. Because sometimes you think it's never going to come back. That's a very scary feeling. It is a very scary feeling. I get the thing that freaks me out the most is when I can't think of the word that I want to use. Oh, it's the worst. Because that's my job is to mm-hmm. use words to say things. And when you can't do that, I know. It's like, what is happening to my brain that I am suddenly unable to recall a word that I've probably used thousands of times? I know. And sometimes. Is this early onset dementia? Am I just really tired? I think it's just writing. You know? I think it's just it's writing. It's a struggle sometimes. Yeah. Oh, well, big time. It's like, and other times, so easy, which I also know. makes you mistrustful. So I, <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> How was your week? It was good. I, um, I'm kind of trying to fill my evenings with things more often. Mm. Like, I know this is going to be my January of no. Yes. But then there was like a whole week where I didn't do anything after work. And Mm -hmm. I I felt like my life lacked purpose (laughs) all of a sudden. (laughs) That like you just go to work and then you go home and you go to bed and you wake up and you go to work and you go home. I don't know. I feel like there has to be at least a couple things in between Mm -hmm. to make. I don't know. We're going to talk about this more in the January blues thing. But I agree. You agree. Okay. And then on Monday, I went and interviewed one of my favorite people in the Winnipeg entertainment industry, Kevin Donnelly from True North Sports and Entertainment, Yeah, who is universally admired for being a gem of a human. Which is true. He is. Yeah. And um, he is in charge of, like amongst a million other things, he um, coordinates and books and brings in the bands and acts that play at, at Bell MTS Place and the Burton Cummings Theatre. So we had a really lovely Q&A about his career and like how he ended up in Winnipeg because he's from Regina originally and some of the like, weirdest things that he's encountered working with a lot of very famous musicians. And yeah, it was just a really fun chat that we had. Uh, two highlights from that that I want you to share. Yes. Which was the weirdest 
rider request. oh yeah i asked him what the weirdest rider request is and for those who don't know a rider is the list of required items that musicians provide to venues demands Demands, yeah (laughs) typically it's like food items or decor items or whatever else so i asked him what the weirdest request from a rider that they've ever gotten uh is and he said oh it was a dog (laughs) and then he said on on the on the paper in brackets it said nothing weird just a pet which made me laugh a lot that's really funny and then they brought a dog in and the other thing i wanted you to talk about too was the show we almost got oh yeah that run of shows my mouth hit the table um he was saying that they were in talks to bring prince in to the burton cummings theater for and for those who don't live here it's like a 1600 seat theater that's just like beautiful and amazing sound and super old um for uh, several nights uh, at the Burt and they were literally to the point where they were nailing down the day of the week that he would come it was like almost 100% final and then Prince died like a couple <sighs> days later that is so <laughs> so he would have had he not died he would have been in Winnipeg the following week to play a show because he said at that time they were like reaching out to venues to book things a week before they would happen so it was a super fast process oh, that would yeah. have been incredible i know were you at that print show no and i don't know why you know it's strange it didn't seem like it actually was super well attended because yeah maybe it just didn't, there was no urgency to my, it, you know what i mean yeah i don't know why because i remember when we got there and this was at uh the mts center which is now bill M- mts place but our tickets got upgraded because our entire section was just scrapped so oh that's yeah. kind of sweet so it worked out for us but i was like huh it was, I think it was, for me, it was one of those things like, oh, he'll be back, yeah. <laughs> which is like the stupidest thing you can do. Or maybe it was expensive. I don't remember. It was probably very expensive, It was just too. one of those things. Um, but I went, and it was just one of the most wild concerts I've ever seen. I like, bet. That man, like his guitar playing, the fact that he was like in the Lucite platforms the entire time. Love it. All his like backup musicians are women, and they're like amazing over six feet tall. Like yeah. just, it was an Amazon band. Yeah. Like, and he would play a song disappear into the stage which was shaped <laughs> like his symbol yeah um and then come back and there was like seven encores it was it was a lot 18 hours later <laughs> in the best way <laughs> the flu is no joke apparently not as we are learning locally i am week. one of the people who it's like, eh, the flu, it's fine. Like, I'm not a, I don't fear monger about it. But this year, we've had now a 17-year-old die and a 24-year-old die of complications from the flu, mm-hmm. which is bonkers. So, I peer pressured you into getting a flu you shot You did. Um, I typically get one every year just because, you know, I like as a healthy adult, like, I probably don't quote need one but i believe in her immunity and i believe in doing a solid for society because we live in one um but yeah this year's strain um what's kind of interesting with the flu so australia which we seem to talk about every week now (laughs) um they obviously are in a different hemisphere so their seasons are run opposite to ours so their flu season is opposite to ours because it is summer in australia right now and sometimes the flu season in Australia can predict what the flu season will be like in North America. Interesting. And they had like the most brutal flu season in a really? long time there. So sometimes that can be an indicator of what it'll be like here. Mm. Um, I don't know if the young woman that died died from type A influenza, but that was what the... Hers was type B, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So the kid 
um, high school kid who was type A. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's no joke. And I think people, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding around the flu. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people feel like when they're like throwing up and like say that's the flu, that isn't the flu. The flu has many similarities to a cold except with fever and chills. Right. And like... Yeah, I would just recommend looking up differences between flu and cold. And if you feel like what you have is a very bad cold and you haven't been immunized, Mm -hmm. get that checked out. Right. That's why they call it on the little medication box, cold and flu, Mm -hmm. not cold and cold. That's right. (laughs) They are not the same. Pro tip, they are not the same. One is way, way worse. And you can Apparently. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I think that's the other thing that I was going to say is that what people kind of don't understand about the flu is that it does kill people. Mm Mm-hmm. But typically, as Janet Stewart on CBC said last night, only the very, very young or the very, very old. Typically. Typically. So this is very uncommon. Yes. And I mean, who knows if they had an underlying problem or a complication. That's the thing, though. Like, I read about the young woman who died, and she was like a healthy 24 year old woman. And I don't. I don't really understand what they mean when they say complications from the flu. So is that like a like your immune system was already broken down from the flu and then you got another infection that killed you? So, yeah, basically. Yes. <clears throat> you're immunocompromised already. Right. So okay. then you're just weakened against other infections. Um, or sometimes it's just, you know, you end up in a coma. Like people can't have seizures. Your I guess the fever high, does that. Yeah. You know, like if you're if you have a hard time bringing the fever down. It can lead to a lot of issues. That so everybody, wash your hands. If you're yes. sick, please stay home. Yeah. Use cough like, etiquette. Yes. Cough oh. into your elbow. Cough down your shirt. That's what I do. Yes. That's I good put the shirt over my nose. I'm doing, I'm mimicking it right now. You can probably <laughs> hear it. And then I cough directly into my bosom. <laughs> Bra cough. Well, because I feel like it, it's contained then. Yes. Like there's no chance for those germs to get anywhere except on my person. Yes. And like just wash your hands, wash your hands, wash them so much. And stop putting things in your mouth. The amount of people I yeah. see putting their earbuds in their mouth, their cords in their mouth, their hands in their mouth, I pens. Know. I'm like, stop putting these germy things in your like, mouth. Yeah, that is how this spreads. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Yeah, Gross. that's a little barfy. Yeah. Um, and then when you have the stomach issue, that's not the flu, even though it's called the flu. But that is... Well, can they just call it the stomach flu? A G. I think they call it gastroenteritis, but people commonly for, refer to it as the stomach flu. See, but it's not the yeah. same as influenza. That's why I, got, I get confused, because when I was a kid, you either had a cold or you had... When, when you said you had a flu, it was like GI issues. Yeah. That was just like the polite way to say I'm dying from yes. every end. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, quickly, a story about that. Uh-oh. So when I was a kid, I had a lot of anxiety about missing school mm-hmm. because there have been a few times in my life where I've been sick, come back to school, and all my friends have been like, we hate you now. And it's like, oh, oh, oh no. That's a nasty side effect that yeah. they don't tell you about. Elementary school, it's <laughs> dicey. <laughs> Cutthroat. Anyway, so I had a lot of anxiety about staying home. I think I was in like grade two, and I did not feel well in the morning. Like It was like, mm, this, is, <laughs> this isn't great, but I'm going to go to school. And we had an assembly. And as we were coming back, I was leading the pack into the classroom. Oh, no. And I barfed all over the doorway into the classroom, (laughs) stranding my classmates in the hallway. (sighs) 
It was just like it was a literary situation. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to tell the Laura Dern story, which we will save for another time. We will save that for another time. <laughs> because that's what I was expecting to happen. Uh, I was ready to laugh for the hundredth time. Uh, feel free to email me if you want that ahead of time, but we'll bank that for another day. <laughs> yeah, that's a like last episode ever kind of story. So prepare yourselves for that. So yeah, so when your kid also says... I don't feel good. Believe them. <laughs> Believe them. Uh, moving on. Mm. So Blue Monday is the third Monday of January. I believe that is correct. Yes. Some people don't know if it's real or not, or if it's like a purely a marketing thing or like a thing that. But marketing for what though? Like for like antidepressants? I have seen. So not how, a marketing how, thing. How I misspoke. You, how can you monetize <clears throat> well sadness? Well, no, you can monetize sadness. Absolutely, you can absolutely monetize sadness. <laughs> um, but marketing in that people are like pegging a lot of things to Blue oh, Monday. Oh, I, I see, I see. But Blue Monday, if it's a creation, just to like generate something to talk about. But basically, I don't the theory think so, is though. It's you know, post holidays. Usually, your visa statement comes out around now, right? And it's just like it's dark, it's dark, it's cold. It's just like peak symptoms of depression Mm -hmm. time for a lot of people. Uh, For me, I'm feeling that big time. Me too. Yeah. That's why I don't think it's made up (laughs) because I feel like (laughs) that term only would have come about if enough people were talking about these symptoms to begin with. Right. I did get a PR pitch being like, you should talk about how pets are the cure, that the cure is right in your own home. Play with your dog. I'm like, well... I play with my dog and I still feel bad about how it is outside. So I don't know. <laughs> well, my cat Fran that we got last year at the end of February, she's my stress cat. Mm-hmm. So I do think that animal therapy is like a real oh, thing, I but do. I don't know if that is the correct response to Blue Monday. Yeah. It's <laughs> specifically kind of like a weird press release. To yes. Um, but yes, I also believe in the power of the therapy animal because yeah, Samson's like, if I'm upset at all, he's right there. Mm hmm. With ears back, baby seal face. Ready to go. What's what's happening? Yes. Um, but yeah, we were kind of talking about this and kind of how you deal with it. And I don't know if it's just because I'm older now and that all of my friends and colleagues are sort of in this generally the same demographic. But I feel this year specifically that everyone is really struggling right mm-hmm. now. Like on energy levels, emotional levels, no one wants to go out, no one wants to do anything. Yeah. And it hasn't even really been that bad of a winter no. in terms of temperature, except for this week. So normally that would, I don't know, that would impact the blueness, yes. I suppose. Uh, and like the sun is out till five o'clock now, which is nice. So there's a lot of things that are not as bad as they typically are, but I still feel... Like energy level negative 100. I also like how we've all been gaslit by winter into believing like, hey, the sun sets at 5.04 as being like, yay, we're winning. <laughs> hey, small <laughs> victories matter. Um, but yeah, it's because uh, it's certainly been not like Mars winter. It hasn't no. been the winter we've ever had. No. Um, but I liked what you said because I think a lot of people panic about this feeling. And like, oh no, this is how it's yeah. always going to be forever. Well, a lot of like a lot of the the stories or articles or listicles or press releases are all about how to shake off your blue monday funk it's like maybe you just need to like sit in the funk for a little bit and just be funky 
in the sad way, <laughs> not in the happy dance way, like in the stinky cheese way. Exactly. Yeah. Just sit and be funky. Just let it just just be sad for a week. Like Marinate it's okay. in the funk. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's uh it's such a hard thing to remember, but the whole everything is temporary premise. Yes. Because this isn't how it always is. Right. Or will it always be? It just feels like that when you're like sweatpants woman. Like I'm like, oh, every day I change into my sweatpants. You bet. Make my dinner. And then my husband's like, the ritual, which lately has been watching Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? If that's what you need to do, yeah. that's what you need to do. And it also kind of ties into a conversation we had many weeks ago mm-hmm. about striving mm-hmm. and how striving can sometimes not be the best thing for you to be doing. Yes. So maybe just don't strive this week exactly. if you don't feel like it. This is if you need a permission slip to not strive this week and be your worst self. You have it. Just do do what you, you need have to do. You have it from me to you, Aaron to you. Just do it. Um, the other thing I've been thinking of a lot kind of related to this is, and based on the book that I've been reading, which I talked about last week, mm-hmm. How to Do Nothing. Yes. Um, and again, it's not really a New Year's resolution, but it's kind of just a more mindfulness. But being where you are, mm-hmm. you know, and not sort of living in the future or like wishing that I was doing something else or beating myself up or not like feeling more motivated. Just be where you are. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Can we convert Blue Monday into something cuter? Like, I don't know. I should have thought about this ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. And then if something pops into my head, I will share it with everybody. Yes, we'll reframe Blue Monday. Yes. Blue is also a nice color. Can we call it Funky Monday? Funky Monday. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Take that to be whatever kind of funk you want to be. Yep. Funk it out. Funk it out. <laughs> I like Funky Monday. <laughs> I like Funky Monday, too. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Let's uh, make a hashtag. So, so kind of in the same vein yeah. as that, um, we are, as everyone knows, in the dead of winter in Winnipeg right now. But two of our most, I guess, well-known winter activities mm-hmm. are not happening this year, which is the River Skating Trail mm-hmm. and Raw Almond, which is the restaurant on the river, yes. Frozen River. And I'm kind of wondering if that will impact the city's sort of fun winter city identity because those are two huge things that aren't there this year yeah and kind of for related reasons like i know raw almond was planning on retooling what they were doing a bit yeah it has been around for a while now already um and i I think a lot of winnipeggers have done it at least once if not more than that um but the river trail uh which as people may recall like we were often in the running to beat like the Renault Trail in Ottawa, like in yeah, the yeah, to Guinness have the longest and, yeah. naturally frozen yeah. trail, yeah. So this year, because of the snowstorm and just how the ice froze, it's very choppy and dangerous and hard to get down there. Yeah. Interestingly, the Assiniboine froze up real nice, but it's the red that the trail is on. Yeah. So they can't do it, and they're not maintaining the ice, the forks. Right. Um, well, it's public safety is the first yeah. first thing. Yeah, to it's worry dangerous. About, so it kind yeah. of just is janky. Onland trails are still open. Yeah. But I think it will probably impact tourism more than local activity. I guess that's true. Because I think Raw Almond and the River Trail are, obviously local people enjoy them, but I think they're really tourist draws. I agree. But I feel like that is going to be a bad impact because we're just sort of finding our feet as a as a tourism yeah. friendly city, especially during city the that people time. want to go to, mm-hmm. and for those two huge draws not to be there, even just for one year, yeah, like who knows what kind of impact that will have. Especially since I, I feel like the whole kind of lean into winter thing 
mm-hmm. was really an invention of like five years ago. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, I think you're right to not have these two big pieces of it. I mean, there are still other things. The right. online trails are open. The new saunas at the Forks people yes. seem to be really enjoying. Festival de Voyager is next month. That's still that happening. That will still happen as always. Um, Eva Wasney had a great roundup of alternative skating places. Yeah, outdoor skating. Outdoor yeah. skating. Yeah. Uh, so there's still lots of ways to... Uh, Seize winter. I know. It just kind of feels but, like our crown jewel is, yeah. is not there, which is a very strange. But they have fallen out of our crown a little bit. I agree. Yeah. yeah be- and especially because the river trail is not just the river trail. It has ripple down effects. So like warming huts. Right. And all those sort of ancillary events, they have to be adjusted and can't do them the way they've done them in the past. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every year I was like, I'm going to get out and skate on the river trail. And then I was like, this year's going to be my year. And now it's not happening. So well, maybe... 2021 will be my year. We're going to finish this week with reading, watching, listening, because next week we're going to have Ben McPhee Sigurdsson back on the pod to do the first Budget Wine Club of the month uh, of 2020. Wow. I know. See, it still sounds like it's the future, even though it's today. I don't know why I have such a hard time saying 2020 without saying 2020 2020 like <laughs> this weird stutter that happens only when i say the year i it's a new yeah, thing that has happened the second t is 2020 like it's 2020 um are you reading watching or listening to anything um well as i mentioned i've just been watching cheers right the 80s sitcom right uh did you watch cheers when it was on uh like, but, like you when it was a baby. on TV, not when it was on. <laughs> like, like I was in, not even a concept at that time. When it was in reruns, uh, I think it, I think it was on until the nineties. I've seen some episodes, but I've never sat down and watched like a full season or anything like that. So I've seen it kind of here and there, uh, like mostly later, mm-hmm. like later seasons with like Woody Harrelson and uh, Christy oh, Alley. There was a time where they weren't on it. Yeah. Oh, okay, I've only seen the ones with them in it. Well, I hadn't. I'd only seen it in bits and bobs, and. Uh, as a kid, when it was on, I think it was on CKND, which is now global. Um, I remember CKND. At like 12 or 10.30 p.m.? Yeah. Oh. And so I remember being like, oh, I'm up late because Cheers is on. Um, and I remember vividly one episode where Kirstie Alley's character, Rebecca Howe, was describing being rescued by a firefighter wearing mm-hmm. only a teddy. And I was like, oh, scandalous. Um, but anyway, I was like, I want to revisit the show. It's actually so good. It holds up pretty well. It holds up pretty well. I mean, there's some stuff that obviously doesn't. Yes. But I didn't realize that the character of Sam Malone, mm-hmm. Ted Danson's character, mm-hmm. um, is a recovering alcoholic who owns a bar. That's the premise of yeah. the show. Yeah. So I kind of forgot about that or didn't really know that, I guess, because I didn't really see the origin seasons. Um, but there's a character, Coach, who he works with, who was his baseball coach and now bartends. And Coach is the cutest, nicest man who is also so laugh out loud funny. But we're nearing the end of Coach's time with us. Oh, no. Does he die? Um, Yeah. The actor who plays him. Oh, no. In real life? Oh, no. But he's just like the cutest Italian man. And his sense of humor is like if somebody's like, oh, like, that's a mail for you, Coach. They're mostly bills. And he's like, I'll I'll make sure he gets them. Like, it's like that kind of humor. Like, he's just Mm -hmm. so cute. Love it so much. It's really good. So, yeah. It was on American Netflix. It was our bedtime show when we were in New York. And then I got the box set for my husband for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now we're, like, plowing through it. So, yeah. Nostalgia yeah. this week. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm not doing any of these things. 
because I'm continuing just to watch season after season of Hell's Kitchen on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's inspired me to cook more. So I guess that's good. Well, that's positive. Um, What's the, it's the season for comfort watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I am about to start. I have not started Little Women. Oh, yeah. I have never read Little Women before. And my my book club people picked it for this this month, I suppose. It's mm-hmm. been more like two months. But um, I have not yet started but I'm excited to, to get going on that. Have you seen any of the movies? I have not. Interesting. We should do a pop culture blind spot for Little Women. We totally should. Oh, maybe maybe next week we can squeeze it in. Yeah, we'll squeeze one in. Okay. Sorry, I'll, wait, I'll wait to start then. Yes, wait to start. I mean, I know Beth dies. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 150-year spoiler. Um, yeah, I know like, but I literally don't know anything else about it. Okay. Other than that they're sisters. I don't know how many there are. We'll do that. And then one dies and one is named Joe. <laughs> right? <laughs> and one is and then the guy that she likes or is likes her is named Lori. Yes. Okay. I'm excited for this pop culture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I literally like uh I've been out every night, so I haven't been watching TV or reading or listening. Although I did listen to most of Selena Gomez's new album, Rare. And eh, I I have an issue with her as a singer. To begin with, which is an unfair bias to walk into listening to a new album <laughs> with. I understand that. I just, I think she's, she seems like a very kind and lovely person and she's very good to her fans, but I don't really understand how she got famous for singing because mm. she's a very medium singer. And I feel like this album, the songwriting is not bad, mm-hmm. but the vocal performance, like I feel like any pretty girl off the street could do that. Yeah, and that's kind of where my issue is. Yeah, fair. But, but it's, you, it's it's a pop. It's a it's a very easy yeah. listening pop record. You gave it, it a whirl. It feels more like a summer release to me, though. But hmm. that's a yeah, that's a whole other ball game. Uh, speaking of releases, so if you are looking for stuff to watch, there's a bunch of stuff coming out. Uh, so latest season of Grace and Frankie is available on Netflix. I just yes. noticed. Um, Shrill is coming to Crave mm-hmm. at the end of the month. Uh, Hell's Kitchen season seventeen. <laughs> season Survivor season forty is going to be on TV soon. Um, there's a bunch more. The Masked Singer will be back. I'll just keep going with my reality <laughs> television. The Masked uh, Singer will be back. Insecure, the Issa Rae show that's coming back in April. So there's lots of things. Uh, yeah. Oh, Shit's Creek just started again. Mm-hmm. I was watching Shit's Creek. That's a good one. Yeah. I love that show so much. Final season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already very into it. There's um, a great many good Q and A's out there right now too with uh, Catherine O'Hara and yeah. Eugene Levy and I love her so good interviews. Yeah. What a what a good Canadian success story that is. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, you can find everything that we've written at winnipegfreepress.com. You can also follow us on social media. I'm at Jen Zaratti on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Nyarabble on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be back next week with Ben and we will see you then. Okay.